Inshallah, we're continuing onwards with the 40 principles of the deen. We have covered the first 10 principles. And now we are covering the second 10 principles which deal with the outer actions, the outer acts of worship. So the first one of these 10 principles was prayer, which we completed. And now we are moving on to the second of these 10, which is regarding zakat and charity. Zakat and sadaqah. So Imam Ghazali rahmatullah begins this chapter by reminding us that everything that we do should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us in order to worship Him. So everything that we do is done with the purpose of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The compass of our hearts should be focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are different things that we do in our lives that gauge this love of Allah. There are certain things that act as tests in regards to our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of those things is wealth. One of those things is wealth. We are not supposed to love wealth. Right? We're not supposed to love wealth. As a matter of fact, this is a negative quality to, to, uh, to love wealth, to have an extreme love for wealth. Rather, wealth is something that we use, obviously because we need to do so in our daily lives, and we should be using our wealth to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's nothing wrong with having wealth, but there is a problem with loving that wealth. And having a lust for that wealth. So, the Prophet ﷺ tells us, لا بأس بالغناء لمن اتقى الله عز وجل. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy for the person who fears Allah عز وجل. As long as you fear Allah, there's nothing wrong with having that wealth, and you are fulfilling the rights that you have to fulfill. So he mentions, indeed, all beloved things are sacrificed for the sake of that greatest of loves in a person's heart, which is for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this regard, people are divided into three levels. So he mentions three different levels in regards to a person's love for Allah and their wealth. The first level, which is the strong people, those who are strong. This is the highest level. And they are those people who spend everything for the sake of Allah. This is obviously a very difficult level to get to. And there are very few individuals who are at this level. The most noteworthy of which is Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. Right? One time the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked the Sahaba radiallahu anhu to donate their wealth, to donate their money for the sake of Allah. And Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu came with all of his wealth. And he asked, the Prophet asked Abu Bakr radiallahu what did you leave behind for your family? He said that I have left behind Allah and his messenger. Allah and his messenger. Right? So he gave all of his wealth. Now obviously this is a very high status, but Imam Ghazali mentioned that this is the highest status, that you're willing to sacrifice everything for the sake of Allah. The second level are the moderate individuals. And those are the individuals who keep some wealth. They spend obviously in zakat and sadaqah, but they keep their wealth. And whenever they find a need to spend that wealth for a particular cause or for an individual who is poor and needy, or for some need, or for the construction of a masjid, for example, or a madrasa, they spend that wealth when they need to. Right? This is obviously a very good level to be at, and inshallah, you know, may Allah make us from among these individuals, that we keep our wealth, 
and we spend it whenever there is a need that arises. The lowest level, the third level, are those who Imam Ghazali classifies as the weak level. And these are the individuals that only do what they have to do, in, in, meaning they only pay the required zakat. They, they don't give any sadaqah, they only pay the required zakat. So, whenever there is a need that arises, or they see someone that is poor and needy, or the construction of a masjid, or anything of that sort, they don't, they withhold. Right? They say, you know what, I paid my zakat, that is sufficient. Now yes, at least these people are fulfilling their zakat, but that is not the level that we should aim to be at, right? That, oh, we just fulfilled, you know, we just paid our faraid, that's all we have to do. We just gave the zakat, that's all we have to do. No, rather we should be trying to go above and beyond. Unfortunately, right, unfortunately, nowadays, many Muslims don't even do that much, right? Many Muslims are not even at this third level where they're paying their zakat, right? And, and for those people who are paying their zakat, oftentimes they're not paying their zakat properly, Right? They don't know the proper ahkam and the rulings of paying zakat. Right? So we should make dua that Allah Ta'ala makes us from among those people who fulfill the rights of everything upon us, even the wealth that we have. Now, Imam Ghazali mentions that therefore persevere and do not let a day go by without giving something beyond what is required, even a slice of bread and thereby raise above the level of stingy people. If you do not own anything, remember that not all charity is with money. Rather, it is every kind word, every act of intercession or help in a time of need, every visit you pay to a sick person, every time you attend a funeral. In short, whenever you spend from what you are in terms of status, self or speech in order to gladden a Muslim's heart, in order to make a Muslim happy, all of this is recorded for you as charity. So as the Prophet ﷺ said, Al-ibtisamu sadaqah Even smiling, making someone happy is a form of sadaqah. Removing something from the pathway, right? These are levels of iman, these are signs of iman. Right? Doing something nice for someone, visiting someone, being kind to someone, these are all forms of sadaqah and charity. If you don't have any wealth to give to someone, at least smile to them, say salam, make them happy. And inshallah this is a, a, a form, a way through which we can be rewarded from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, Imam Ghazali then goes on to mention five things that we should abstain from when giving wealth. And inshallah we'll cover this next week. The five things that we should abstain from when giving wealth. From among them are showing off. From among them are showing our favors upon someone that, oh, I gave you this much wealth. And inshallah these five things we'll cover next week. But what I want to end with right now is that the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very strange. Right, the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that oftentimes we may not understand. Allah says, riba wa That Allah destroys riba and He increases sadaqah. I think about how that is opposite to what we usually see. If I give someone $100 and I say you have to pay me back $200, which is riba, what's happening? I'm actually increasing my wealth. Right? I'm giving $100, I'm getting $200. And if I give sadaqah, what happens? I'm losing my wealth. Right? I'm giving sadaqah, I'm losing my wealth. But Allah says it's the opposite. When you give riba, or when you take riba, Allah is destroying that. Allah will not have barakah in that. Allah will not put barakah in that. And we find people who when they're dealing with interest-bearing transactions, you see that there's no barakah in the wealth. On the other hand, when you give in sadaqah, when, in, when it seems as if you're losing your wealth, what happens is that Allah is increasing you in your wealth, right? And this is something that is tried and tested. Anyone that has given sadaqah, right? All of us can attest to this fact that when we give for the sake of Allah, we always find more in return. 
And this is one of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is something that Allah ta'ala himself tells us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a proper understanding. May Allah make us from among those who give in sadaqah willingly and happily. Sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.